All right, so podcast number seven. Seven. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven, right? Most of this is the 2018 recap. Yeah, but we're going to keep it pretty brief because a lot of what we've talked about um, in the last few episodes has been kind of a recap of what we've been up to in 2018. So, yeah, we're going to... We're not going to talk for an hour. <laughs> Try to give you guys some highlights, um, catch you up to speed on where we're at, and then uh, we'll we'll tease a little bit of what's kind of um, what's coming up, lead up to UMFL stuff like that. And um, next podcast we'll we'll get into that a little bit more. But for right now, lot lots been going on. You haven't heard from us um, every about week. A month. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's been been really busy like to think that this time last month is when we did a podcast it seems like it's been six months since then yes so much has gone on yes <laughs> so true <laughs> and that seems to be that kind of seems to be our 2018 i yeah. mean it was just non-stop almost too much going on jam-packed but that said i mean i guess the the focus that that is coming in right now um, is uh, to me it actually feels like we're settling down it does uh, yeah I don't know if I feel like I'm settling down really <laughs> I feel like I'm because we're a month away from UMFL so it's like okay so much to do um, so that's true I mean we do have a lot to do but that said um, I guess I that post-holiday. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, um, okay, it, yeah. it, it's like I'm focusing, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do, but it's all centered around yeah, UMFL. So, and, and that's, that isn't, you know, part of my comfort zone. You know, yeah. I, that I can handle when I've got work stuff and holiday stuff and, oh yeah, UMFL stuff, you know, that's when everything seems to be like swirling and out of control and stuff. Whereas now I feel like I'm kind of starting, just now starting to get into my comfort zone, which is almost uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last time we talked, um, a lot about like the holidays and, uh, you had just done your Ultraman training camp. Mm -hmm. uh, so one of the things that you did since then was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so go back from Ultraman training camp and, you know, the swim, the swim part went really well. I was actually pretty surprised with, with my swim performance, no equipment, um, malfunctions or anything like that. Um, everything went smooth. The bike However, I learned quite a lot. There was a lot that needed to be done. I really hadn't touched my bike since the last time I raced Ultraman Florida back in 2015. So four years ago. Not to say I haven't done like little things uh, as far as upkeep on my bike, but the chain was rusted. Uh, my gear cables uh, were pulled out and not it, nothing was shifting properly uh my chain was actually rubbing which means you know my it was my front derailleur was a little off all these little things you yeah. know um wrong with it and it's funny i mean things add up they do add up they add up a lot and that said ultraman training camp was a pretty funny joke the rough part was that joke was on me <laughs> and um you know, again, I, there are a lot of takeaways that that 
um, I came away with. But one of the big things was that I needed uh, I needed some serious work done on my bike. And luckily, I have some friends down in Claremont, Florida, where where the race is going to take place this year. Nasser and his wife Zara own uh, Claremont Bike Bicycle Shop. Incredible mechanics down there. Um, incredible people, and I really can't thank Nasser and his crew enough for for helping me out. I actually drove down there, dropped my bike off, spent the night down there with some friends who are going to be crewing for me. The Rossers. We the, talked to to Luke like episode three or four. Yeah. So. And Luke is the one who you met during UMFL 2015. Yep. He was the type one that that really backed away from athletics and then catapulted himself forward in order to become the USAT Eight. national champion. Yeah. So it's coming full circle, which is really fun and exciting because, um, like you said, they've been, you know, there for you along the journey when you need a place to stay to get your bike taken care of they're there they're going to be part of the crew yeah and that was that was uh i mean it truly has come full circle from them just showing up blindly to meet a stranger <laughs> you know me who had driven down to this race from from greenville south carolina and fast forward four years later and um and they will be crewing for me, Steve and Meredith, the the mother and father of Luke, as well as Luke and possibly his brother Jack. All of them kind of, because it's such a it's a multi day event. You know they're going to jump in and out as needed throughout the the journey. But when I was down there getting my my bike fixed, uh, they also agreed to open up their house they just moved uh and they didn't move very far they they lived probably about maybe like three or four blocks from from the the new house that they just moved into um but they've owned this plot of land for like i don't know five years or seven years or something like that and and finally built on it this past year and just moved in and they haven't even um like finished you know all the all the little things that go into furnishing a house and, you know, putting everything together. Which yada, Meredith yada, is da. having so much fun doing. Yeah, <laughs> Meredith, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I love it. It cracks me up. You All know. the updates on, on uh, Instagram and social media and stuff. Oh, yeah. But it was, it was funny. I got, like, this text um, from Chris saying that that's where, you know, that they volunteered their home. And, like, half of me is, like, crying excited because we don't have the expense like we've gotten some awesome donations and amazing but we haven't hit our goal so it's kind of like balancing out what we need to do and we need by the beginning of 2019 or uh, yeah end of 2018 2019 was like we need to rent a space and you know I get a text from Chris and I'm like, this is amazing. This is great. This is, are you sure that they're willing to do this? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, this is a big undertaking. I mean, for those of you who aren't familiar with, with an Ultraman race, it's a three day race, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And the reason we rent, uh, condos or our houses for this event is because you've got your athlete plus, um, two to five two, to four people um, on your crew. So you're talking about three to five people total. You've got meals that you're prepping. You have three days of racing. Um, you've got 
all the equipment that goes into three days of racing, you know, wetsuit, goggles, caps, day one bike kit, day two bike kit, day three running stuff. You've got all this stuff being thrown around in a van. And then after you get out of the van, you get home. This stuff just gets thrown everywhere. Some some of it gets washed, some of it's not. But I mean, because things are, are going so quickly, you're so focused on the athlete and what they're doing, what their needs are. So it's kind of like, do they need you know time to stretch or a place to stretch? Do they need food? You know, in the morning time, do they, again, do they need food? Do they need stretch? Do they, you know, blah, blah, blah. So you have these three or five people all running around a house. It can be chaos. That said, Steve and Meredith have three teenage boys. So they're not. And that's, (laughs) and and this was one of Meredith's selling points. I told her, I was like, look, I, you know, are you sure you want to invite you know, Nora and myself and my mom is going to be coming down and I, my crew chief is coming um, from, yeah, Fiona is coming from Houston, Houston, Texas. So it's like, you have all these people that are coming in. Do they really want to open this up and have everything? And Meredith didn't blink an eye. She's like, I have three boys, two of whom have been in triathlon for years. Like, I know what's going on. You know, <laughs> I, I know the gist. She's like, you know, what we we have a laundry room. You can throw a wetsuit and dirty stuff in there. You know, we have a laundry room, so we can wash stuff if needed. You know, I have a kitchen. I know where everything is, so it's not like you know you have random people in a new spot trying to search for pots and pans. She's like, you know, um, Steve was like. He's like, I got the coffee in the morning, you know, (laughs) know? (laughs) and that is one of the most important things. Thank you, Steve. So, yeah, I mean, this this was something that we were really stressing about and is something that is just incredible. You know, we we have talked about our campaign and making donations. Well, an end kind like this is almost invaluable. Oh. You can't put a price tag. I mean, you can because we would have had to rent a house or something. But, you know, having it come from the heart like that, too, is just it's extra special. Yeah. And w- with where we're at, um, as far as our first campaign goes, I mean, um, trying to rent um, a minivan um, and and a house. We would have had no money for um, for tuning my bike up for for the food and the gas and everything to go down there. I mean, we, we flat wouldn't have had the money. So, um, this was an absolutely life-saving, um, uh, offer from, from the Rosser family. And, um, and, and this was all, all during this trip down to, to get my, my bike fixed. Yeah. Um, cause I really don't want to forget about, um, about Nasser and his wife Zara and their mechanics and, and everything. I mean, I went down there for a tune up and, I've not received such an amazing tune up on my bike. Yeah. Um, he was so excited about it. Like when he, he was texting and calling me about it. And then when he got home, he was just raving. And so I'm excited to meet them because I haven't met them yet. Yeah. And it means the world to me that they've taken care of you like family. Yeah. Well, so I met them, um, a, a few years ago at a wine event down in Orlando. This was, um, actually, the the Rosser family puts on a yearly wine event uh, to raise money for the American Diabetes Association, and it's called it's called um, Great Wine for a Great Cause. 
and I met I met them, and I didn't know if, if they would remember me. And Nasser came in, and he's like, yeah, you know, how, how are you doing? How's everything going? You know, and, and just like later, he said, don't worry about a thing. We'll take care of your bike. He's like, if anything comes up, I will give you a call. I will let you know. I have to admit, I was like stressing about how much this is going to cost. I'm like, have you heard anything yet? Have you heard anything yet? Have you heard anything yet? And he's like, they're going to contact me. It's okay. I was just like, <gasps> And, and they did a great job. They gave us a great price, you know, and, and really took care of everything. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I, I dropped my bike off. I'm thinking I'm going to be driving around uh, Claremont looking for a house or a condo to rent for a week. And I did look at a, a few different places and, you know, got was trying to get in touch with whoever was going to be renting it out. And, and I have all these things just swirling in my head. And to go from, from that to then the Rosser family opening up and, and, and saying, hey, you know, we can, we can do this, you know, stay here. The next day I get up and I go to pick up my bike. And I mean, it was just, it, it was amazing. He, they, you know, new cassette, new chain, um, new pedals, cables were all, all set, uh, put new, new tape on. I mean, just, you know, all, all the little things um, that you can do for a bike, they did. And they did it with impeccable precision. I mean, it's just my, when I got my bike back, it was so close to having a new bike. I really, I just, I was overwhelmed at, <laughs> at how incredible um, their work was. So, and again, this was all for just kind of your basic cost of, of tuning up and yada, yada, da. there, there was no, you know, yeah, you know, here's an extra fee. Here's an extra fee. Here, there's an extra fee for this. There's an extra fee for, you know, cleaning your bike. Um, Cause I, I, it was actually, we got a good laugh out of this. When I, when I gave it to him, I was like, I am so sorry. You know, I, was, I, I said, do you have an extra rag? And I had a couple rags. I'd been wiping my um, bike down and I was like, do you have a, an extra really greased up rag so I can, so I can wipe this off for you? And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you know, I, I'm so sorry that I'm giving you such a dirty bike. And they're like, you think that's dirty? <laughs> and I was like, I think this is disgusting. And I meant it. I mean, it, you know, it's it was pretty darn dirty. And they were like, oh, no, th- this is nothing. We, you should see what we normally get. Now, whether or not that was true or not, I don't know. But when I got my bike back, it was it was so nice. So you know, huge, huge thank you to Claremont Bicycles and, um, and everything. If you're in the Orlando area or if you ever go down there, um, for any triathlon, Lake Mineola, the, uh, the city of Claremont is setting up a lot of stuff. They want to kind of become a triathlon hub in the U S. So if you're ever down there for a race, uh, a ride or, um, just because, and you need bike work, I, I would, I can personally say that, that Claremont Bicycles is is a class act for sure. So then, like the next thing, what we had Christmas, and right before the end of the year, we had a really kind of crazy day. It was the day that your trainer broke, which we're still trying to <laughs> figure out. Always something. So he his trainer, his bike trainer broke. He tried fixing it it's not something that he can fix um but that same day we also 
we were and we were bummed out. I was working the morning shift. He texted me and I was just like, you got to be kidding me for real. Like we, you know, we were so we had all this like high of, you know, this good stuff happened recently. And then this happened and, and, and he's just gearing up with his, his training, right. Doing his big blocks. And I'm like, you know, he's been on that trainer for hours at a time and this thing breaks. Well, I, I'm on my way home. When he tells me this, I decided to stop and get the mail. And I'm like, I hate to interrupt you, but I just opened this letter from the IRS because it's a letter from the IRS and we are officially a 501c3 nonprofit. Woohoo! <laughs> so like the, the craziness that like ensued at the end of November, trying to figure out why we hadn't received a, a letter yet. And I redid our, um, application for it. Um, you know, it, it finally came through obviously right before the partial government shut down. <laughs> um, but that was just like, that was so exciting to get before the end of the year. Yeah. So walk, walk us through the process. I mean, um, we, we submitted this stuff back in September of 2018. September of 2018 is when we filed our paperwork to become, um, an LLC intent on becoming a nonprofit and uh, then we had to file separate pap- paperwork to get our EIN, which we then got like in October, November. And after you get your EIN, then you can um, file to become a 501c3. And I had done that, except I had done the hard way. <laughs> There's like a 38 page way that you can do it. And when we hadn't received anything, like I was expecting us to get stuff the week before Giving Tuesday. That way we could have all this stuff, you know, figured out, this and that, um, and, and tell you guys, yes, it is official. We are now five, and it didn't happen. Um, and I looked into it, got on um, IRS website. They had a little chat, had a little chat with a guy, he told me, oh, yeah, don't do that. That's probably why it's taking so long. Also, I don't think you paid the fee, which could be another reason. It's a this fee, and you, here's the four-page <laughs> application process. I was like, okay. Um, so I got that, and I think it was like, you know, he said, yeah, in four, three to six weeks or something like that, you'll get, you know, the decision. And so I, I did it up online real fast, um, and I think it was about three and a half, four weeks that we got the, Hey, you are an official nonprofit 501c3 status, um, LLC. And what's really cool about that is that status backdates to September. So all the wonderful people who have, uh, donated to us, um, we will be sending out tax receipts to you guys now that, um, we've gotten that you know, those, uh, donations have counted, uh, towards, uh, the 2018 tax year for you guys. So that's really fun and exciting. And we just really want to thank you again for the donations. We've had, um, one as recently as this week, which was $10, $10 is huge. We appreciate it. Like we cannot tell you how much that means to us. We've also recently had, uh, a couple of, thousand dollar donations and also huge and amazing what that money is going towards is not only being able to get 
Chris through this race and fed and, and inspire others with type one diabetes, but to continue our campaign into 2019 of educating others. And so right now, if you go to our website, we have a breakdown of the most recent uh, of all of our donations. And and we're at about 30%. Um, You know, we haven't been pushing it a lot. We, We haven't done a lot of social media posts on Facebook or Instagram. We've done some Instagram lives and Instagram stories, but it's been a really busy month and we're going to try and get better at that in the next month before UMFL because um, more donations will definitely help us to get through this with less stress. Well, it'll help us get through the race with what is needed to take care of Chris, um, who is basically our first sponsor uh, athlete, um, type one athlete, you know, to help make his dream come true and help inspire others. So, you know, we're, we still have that campaign running through UMFL and we would really appreciate anything that you're able to, to give. And if it's not, if you're not able to give us a a cash donation, email us, you know, like we said, we've had in kind donations with, you know, being able to stay somewhere. Do you have something that might be able to help us? So, yeah. And I'm hoping, um, in, in, Part of the education part of this campaign in helping educate first responders. Um, I know you've worked with uh, Clay County Sheriff. Yeah, I've reached out with the PIO there. Um, just a shout out to Chris Paget. He's been really great um, in helping me con- find the right person. I emailed him a, kind of a little press release, and um, he not only is going to find the right person to uh, get in touch with over there, but also make sure that the press release is worded the best way possible because, you know, we are doing one side of things. We don't want to offend anybody by thinking they don't know anything. Um, We just want to work together for a greater good. And then uh, I've been talking with the race director and assistant race director for Ultraman Florida in – and I would like to talk with the first responders that are going to be um, on scene at the race. I mean, obviously, Which I'm excited about. yeah, obviously you have to have um, some sort of medical uh, attention for for athletes at at this kind of a race and being able to, to talk with them a little bit more about diabetes I I think is is a very cool thing that will sp- hopefully spread um, to to other races. And I, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, my crew chief fee, she asked if, um, if the race doctor, cause there's usually a, an actual official race doctor. She asked if, if he was aware that, you know, I was T1D and you know what the complications could be and this, that, and the other. <laughs> and I, I didn't know there was a race doctor. This is awesome information. Yeah. Um, I thought I was Chris's race doctor. <laughs> so they, yeah, they, they have to have, um, they they have to have somebody who's kind of set to make sure um you know any athlete gets you know immediate attention if needed um just because of the extreme uh dynamics of this race i mean 321.6 mile race uh, over 3 days so yeah if he was asking me if if he or she would be aware you know that there's a, a T1D racing and if 
they would know all the stuff. And I'm like, actually. (laughs) Very cool. I'm excited to meet them and I'm excited to talk with them as well as, you know, the other first responders, because that really is such a huge part of our campaign and what we're, uh, what we want to do this year. So, and, and we'll talk about that more in the next episode along with like what we have left to do with the next, um, in the next month, but that's kind of how we ended our year, which is really exciting. I mean, that's, you know, we're usually used to like having one step forward, three steps back. <laughs> and I feel like we've ended 2018 with three steps forward and tiny baby step back. Cause we're using LA fitness rather than, you know, your trainer, which is, he we rode on the spin bikes at LA Fitness this morning and that was <laughs> that was I was stressed for him <laughs> let's just say that <laughs> yeah yeah so and then the last little little bit of information that will um drop on you is Chris reapply to be a noon ambassador at the end of 2018 yes ma'am yep so recently found out I I was accepted back so you will be seeing posts from me on social media giving you if you, you some, haven't already which you probably have yep <laughs> um but uh I'll be able to to drop some discount codes with you. Um, I'm a huge fan of noon. Uh, I used it the last time I raced Ultraman. Um, and it was a clutch, uh, stocking stuffer for me when (laughs) I needed to get stuff for Chris for Christmas. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, I mean, they, they've just, they've got great products. Um, I really enjoy them, um, between electrolyte stuff, vitamin stuff, you know, they give you some of the the micronutrients that your body needs. Um, and I just, I enjoy the flavors. They're good. They're, they're not overpowering. It's not sugary. Yeah. It doesn't jack up your blood sugars. I mean, that's one of the things that is just so calming for me is I know, I mean, since we've met, he's very concerned about what he puts in his body. So anything that he, takes consistently and for you know he's used for years and years i mean that's a testament to you know what kind of product it is so i'm i'm really excited yeah so am i so so but um we do have another uh podcast coming up um it's most of that talk about going forward yep the next we, I think we basically covered the last five weeks, and now we're going to talk about the next five weeks in this next podcast, podcast number eight. Yep, and and what, four or five weeks from now? Less than five weeks. Yeah. We'll be racing, so a so, lot, lot to do before then. Basically, podcast no, number nine will be UMFL recap. Holy crap, you guys. <laughs> Seriously, things are so so much to do. You're right. Like, now, as, as I'm thinking about it, what you were saying at the beginning of the podcast, like, we do have a lot of stuff to do. Next weekend will be fun, though. Uh, we've got That's the, right. We've got uh, JDRF uh, Type 1 Summit. Which, which I, um, yeah, there, there's some stuff going on. that we'll, we'll talk about this in the next podcast, but it, it yeah. <laughs> it was a fun little text message. It's Gotta love be. Brooke. <laughs> she's good. the she's the director for JDRF, and uh, you know that's one of the the highlights of being in Jacksonville has been working with uh, JDRF Northeast Florida. 
they've been great. So excited to tell you about that, but we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. I think that's basically it for episode seven. Just want to thank you guys again for continuing the journey with us to get to this point. And for those who have donated an extra thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, it, It means a lot. Wow. 2019. And we're just getting started. Yeah. Hope everybody's 2019 is going well thus far and uh, be on the lookout for for podcast number eight coming soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.